Welcome to Sunday Morning Live Fellowship. You are listening to our live Sunday morning service. Now turn with me, please, to Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. While you're reading our scripture, let me say this. Recently, one late night, I was driving on an unfamiliar back road with no gas station in sight. It was then I realized that my car was on E and almost out of gas. (laughs) I became a bundle of nerves wondering if a gas station would be somewhere nearby for me to fill my tank. I began asking myself, Will the gas station be open? I think my eyes were more fixed on the gas gauge than the road. My heart was thumping. My hands were sweating. I was a bundle of nerves. I had a vision of running out of gas as my car continually was sucking up gas and fumes. Well, by the grace of God, I did not run out of gas, but far too many of us in our Christian experience, in the ministry that God has called us to do, we are doing what he is asking us to do, but the fuel light is flashing because we've got questions that we don't know the answer to. During life's trials and tribulations, our view of God will slowly shrink and become distorted and skewed so much that we are running out of fuel. Our joy in the Lord is getting low. Our peace is getting frustrated. We might feel like the calling and giftings of God that he has called us to do is too much to bear. We may feel like the unanswered questions are keeping us from the road and the path that God has called us to. But let's be encouraged today as we hear a word from the Lord found in Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. And we will be reading from the NIV version. Verse number 1, the Sabbath day ended. Mary Magdalene. Mary, the mother of James, and Salome brought spices. They were going to use them for Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, they were on their way to the tomb. It was just after sunrise. They asked each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? Then they looked up and saw that the stone had been rolled away. The stone was very large. They entered the tomb, and as they did, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe. He was sitting on the right side. They were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified but he has risen. He is not here. See the place where they had put him? Go, tell his disciples and Peter. He is going ahead of you into Galilee. 
There you will see him. It will be just as he told you. The women were shaking and confused. They went out and ran away from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Oh, we had given up hope on Friday when we saw our Savior die. So many within the sound of my voice have given up hope. But God, we pray that you would raise their hope. It may be Saturday, the day in between death and resurrection. Encourage their heart right now with hope to project forward into the possibility and the, the surety of resurrection. All that resurrection represents. Eternal life. Victory over death. We thank you that you now have given us the gift of eternity. Someone is worried about a stone being removed today. But, oh God, in the name of Jesus, give them the vision that the stone has already been moved away. And all we have to do is enter in because you rose from the dead. You have removed all obstacles and alienation. And we now can come boldly into your very presence. We come now. With boldness in the name of Jesus. And oh God in your presence. We pray father that you would work miracles in every name that we called. Oh father that you would bless those continue to heal and comfort. That have lost loved ones. Father that you would prepare that heart. And that kidney for the one that's waiting for that transplant. We will not give up. Oh, God, that you would work a miracle in that one that's waiting for test results. That you would go ahead of that one that has impending surgery on this week. Oh, God, those that are waiting for eye surgery. Father, we thank you and we're praising you in advance. Father, now we pray for your servant in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, let it be all of you and none of me in Jesus' name. Amen. Going back to verse 3b. Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? We want to use for a topic this morning, the rock, the roll, and the resurrection. The rock, the roll, and the resurrection. That first Easter morning, when the women made their way to the tomb, they had just one question in their minds, who will roll away the stone for us? Given what we know about tombs at that time, it would have taken at least 20 men to roll the stone away. So these three women knew they did not have the strength to roll the stone away. All they wanted to do was anoint their beloved Savior's dead body. It would be their last act of love toward the one who showed them so much love. But how? 
as they were heading toward the tomb that morning, how would their concerns be answered? Apparently, they were not thinking about whether the guards would let them approach the tomb. They weren't worried about being arrested as followers of Jesus. They weren't even wondering why Peter and the others were not joining them. They were concerned with how they would react to seeing Jesus' dead body, their Savior, crucified and laying dead in a tomb. No, all they were really thinking about was who would roll away the stone. The stone was large. Easter means many things to us as Christians. It's too big a miracle for it to mean only one thing. Easter clearly means that Christ is risen. It means that Jesus has defeated death. Easter means that eternal life is real, that death does not end our life with God, that all who live and believe will never die. But that stone being rolled away from the tomb, a detail that was recorded in all four Gospels, tells us something else about Easter that I think is quite significant. The stone being rolled away tells us that Easter is also about the ways in which God removes the obstacles in our life, <laughs> those obstacles that try to keep us from God, those obstacles that try to stop us from living the life that God has called us to live. Today, I invite you to think about the large stones in your life. Those obstacles that are trying to keep you from living the full, abundant life with Christ here and now. <laughs> Think about those challenges that are trying to keep you in your tombs, so to speak. <laughs> those battles that paralyze us with fear. Those battles that trap us and try to stop us from living, I mean really living our new lives in Christ. And then think about what Easter teaches us about how God plans to remove those stones. Let's start with Peter and the other men who were following Jesus, his first disciples. Did you notice that they did not go to the tomb to help the women remove the stone? No, they were all locked away in the upper room, afraid for their lives. No wonder the women were worried about who would roll the stone away for them. They couldn't get the men to go to the tomb with them. The men had created a tomb for themselves. 
The men had put a stone of their own making over their own personal tomb and were locked inside. And they really didn't want the stone rolled away. They wanted to remain right where they were. And that even includes the leader of the disciples, Peter. Peter is the one who denied even knowing Jesus after Jesus was arrested, arrested. And now it seems that he is still denying to know Jesus. <laughs> Peter, by the way, on a side point, is a nickname given to him by Jesus. And literally it means rock or stone. Peter is supposed to be the stone. Peter is supposed to be the rock on which the church will be built. But that first Easter morning, the leader of the disciples is locked away with the other disciples in fear. You might say in Peter's case that the stone Peter needs rolled away is himself. Sometimes that's true for us, isn't it? We get in our own way. We create our own tombs. And the stone covering the tomb is our very own self. Who will roll away that stone? Well, after Jesus was raised from the dead, he did as he promised. He showed himself to the disciples Jesus entered the upper room. He rolled away their stone. He freed them of their fear. And he helped them to proclaim the good news to the world. That is the part of the Easter miracle for us as well. That our own risen Lord enters our lives. He enters our tombs. He rolls away the stone that is keeping us from being all that God wants us to be. He fears us. He frees us from our fear and helps us to proclaim the message that God has called us to proclaim to this world. The women, of course, didn't need Jesus to come to the upper room. They had the courage to go to the tomb themselves. Even though they didn't know what they would do after they got to the tomb, and that too should teach us something as well about Easter. That sometimes we need to leave our tombs. We need to step out in faith. We need to trust that God will be there for us. We need to know that God is ahead of us. And that God is a very present help. Whatever the need might be. The women knew that they could not roll away the stone. But it did not stop them from going to the tomb. If Easter means anything, it certainly means that God will be with us always and especially right when we need him to be. But when the women arrived at the tomb, the stone was already rolled away from the tomb. 
They didn't have to worry about what was going to happen ahead of them. God had already worked it out. What they were worried about was already done. But then they were told to go and tell Peter and the other disciples that Jesus is going ahead of them to Galilee. And there they would see him just as he promised. But what did the women do? They fled from the tomb and said nothing to anyone. They were filled with fear. Even after you step out in faith, you can still find yourself stumbling. There are still lots of stones in our path, and it's still easy to stumble. The women said nothing to anyone because of their fear. And that fear became another stone that needed to be rolled away. But here is another miracle of Easter. The stone was indeed rolled away because we know the rest of the story. Eventually, the women did tell the disciples and Jesus did appear to those disciples just as he promised and he forgave people. Peter for denying him and he promised to send the Holy Ghost to them and he helped them understand what had just happened had fulfilled the very promises of the Bible and Christ ascended into heaven and sent back the Holy Ghost to earth and just as he promised he said I will never leave you or forsake you and every last stone in the lives of those disciples was rolled away because there is no stone too large for God no obstacle that God cannot remove do you want proof of the resurrection I've got proof there is none that is more convincing to me than this that same Peter and the disciples that were tucked away in fear, that were locked up in the upper room, became the most fearless witnesses to the resurrection uh, that you could ever imagine. Uh, most of them except one uh, died because of their faith. Uh, they faced death unafraid uh, and they never denied him again. Uh, Jesus became the cornerstone of their faith uh, and no stone of this world uh, that was attempted to be rolled in front of them uh, became an obstacle for them again. Uh, no stone, uh, not prison, not the threat of death uh, 
or anything else in this world. Those same disciples that were tucked away in the upper room now became bold witnesses because of the resurrection. They could boldly share the story of Jesus. But who rolled away the stone for them? Who else could it be but Jesus himself who was raised from the dead and appeared to them and rolled away the stones that were stopping him, stopping them from doing his work. And after he did, they fearlessly proclaimed the good news of the resurrection of our Lord. No stone could trap them any longer. And that too is the miracle of Easter this morning for them and for us. Easter is about an empty tomb, but it's about so much more. It's about our risen Lord, who is with us always. What is he doing? He is rolling away stones. He is removing obstacles in our lives. It is about God helping us to live our life without fear, following our risen Savior wherever he has called us to go. It's about ushering in God's reign. Easter means that there is no tomb that God cannot deliver us from. There is no stone that God cannot roll away. Regardless of how we got there, God does not want us to stay there. God wants to free us from whatever is keeping us from the new life in Christ Jesus. Um, That is the miracle of Easter uh, that God offers to all of us. So do not be afraid. Whatever you're faced with this morning, trust God. Believe in the Son of God that he died, but he rose again from the grave. Rejoice in God's love for you. Don't worry about how the stone is going to be rolled away. Just know that every Every stone has a purpose for us to witness the power of the resurrection in our lives right now as we trust him. Don't stop moving because you anticipate an obstacle, but keep moving forward and know that God is before you in your future, moving every stone that needs to be removed. He is risen. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we invite you to do so right now. 
He wants to save you from your sins. It's more than just the obstacles that you're faced with right now. It's the power of God in your life. He wants to work a miracle for you. But you must turn to him and admit that you are a sinner and that he is the only way to salvation. If you are ready to repent of your sins, pray this simple prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have done many things that don't please you. I have lived myself, my life for myself only. I am sorry and I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross for me to save me. You did what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take control of my life. I give it to you from this day forward. Help me to live every day for you in a way that pleases you. If you prayed that simple prayer with me, please contact me at 231-349-1046 so that I may discuss with you the first steps of salvation. God bless you, beloved.